Hey, hello, what's up, and welcome into this week's episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. We are very excited uh, for a couple of different reasons. First, because we are continuing our series on martial arts, and we're going to branch out a little bit. We'll come back to that. Uh, yeah. Second, and probably more importantly, oh yes, hello, David, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're here too. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting on the intro. I figured you'd get around to it eventually. I just was going to just power right through it. <laughs> power <laughs> as you right should. through it. Get to the end of it as quickly as possible and efficiently as possible. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, I'm Ted, joined as always by David, who you've already heard from. We are also excited to get back to that because we have a special guest joining us. Yeah. Uh, who I only know is Ian. Hello, Ian. <laughs> hello. Hello. It is I, Ian. <laughs> I have Hi. only Ian. The hello, only Ian, Ian. To ever exist yeah. in the entire multiverse. That's yes. true. Uh, I am an final- Nexus being. <laughs> finally, the Holy Triumvirate. Yes. Uh, Holy uh, Trinity emerges from from the the ether. Or I mean, whatever. David and Ian, similar names, just different, you know, origins. They mean the same right. thing, right? If Ted just became John, we'd really be the same person. Boy, Which... have I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> His name is actually John. Well, yeah. there we go. <laughs> it's also David, and it's yeah. also Ted. Okay. Yeah, it's... It's, it's complicated and very, very Catholic. Um, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, whew, where did we, where were we? Oh, yes. Uh, so this is part three of our uh, Martial Arts Month. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Ian. I am terribly sorry for everything that's about to happen. No, it's okay. Uh, I, I've listened to many, many times, and I'm very excited to be here because... I've wanted to meet you for the longest time, so now I see. Well, that's, that's very kind and, yeah. and and also incorrect, but that's not here there. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> it's like How the dare first. You think that? It's like the first non-Marvel and non-comic book uh, episode that you're guest on, which is super exciting. Yeah, just like I know. Change it up. Change I know. Out out. I know. I'm just reaching out from the comic pages. Yeah, gonna yeah. gonna uh, reach outside the wheelhouse. Yes. So, yeah. Anyways, Ted. All right. You, you, can, you can continue. I was trying to make that a Depeche Mode reference, and I was like, Ted, nobody's going to get that but you. That's way too oh. esoteric. <laughs> yep. Uh, like I said, uh, covering part three of Martial Arts Month, we're branching out, and we're going to be covering two amazing, 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 amazing movies: uh, The Raid Redemption and Ong Bak. Thai warrior or movie Thai warrior. I can't remember what the subtitle is on that one. Uh, these focus on the fighting styles of Salat, which is pronounced incorrectly, I'm sure, and Muay Thai, respectively. Gentlemen, start your engines. Are you excited? <laughs> yes. Also, it's the, the engine woman. starting. That is a good one. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Drag Race. No, I I watch a lot of Drag Race, and I was just quoting mm. it. And sorry, I yeah. Sometimes my okay. gay Southeast you... Asian personality comes through. So, <laughs> yeah, like, you let that uh, you let that out all, all you want. Pal. It is right. pride another uh... another gay Asian stereotype. <laughs> you know what the world really needs is drag queens doing drag races. I truly <laughs> would drag races. I will pay to see that. I want to. I see would that. watch I will, the shit out. Of I that. will pay to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is my million dollar idea. I swear to God, if I turn on the TV next week and somebody's showing the pilot for drag queens drag racing, I will fight everyone in the world. Make sure RuPaul doesn't hear about it because RuPaul has the money to do that. Didn't they just open back up the Nashville Super Speedway? Yes, uh, they did because there were a bunch of signs out there. They were like, come hang out. There's apparently some big party this weekend. I know that because I work right over by that. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the most personal information I've ever shared on the podcast. Now we can <laughs> triangulate yeah. your position, apparently. Triangulate my position. Yeah, now we yeah. gotta shut her down. Yeah. Well, that was thanks for that, everybody. <laughs> Have fun. Uh okay, a couple quick things before we hit on the movies that we're going to discuss. Uh first, uh, again, Ian, thank you for being here. That's very cool. cool. I know you're a repeat guest. This is the thank first you. time our paths have crossed, but yes. uh I know David speaks and thinks very highly of you. So Aww. glad that you're here. Thank you. Uh, we would also like to extend a thank you to all of our subscribers, both old and new. For the old ones, well, you get nothing, you're here already. Uh, but for the new ones, <laughs> thank you for uh, joining us. You will soon regret that decision, but as for now, welcome. And you're trapped. You made a terrible mistake. For yes, the old ones, trapped. you can like sign up for AARP at any age. 
<laughs> yes, apparently we discovered that. Uh, you don't have to be o- over 50. You can be any age. It's $12 a year. Yes. I feel like go. that's worth $12 a year just to find out what goes on behind the closed AARP doors. <laughs> I-, I can only speak for myself here. Yeah, and you'll get those uh, those real glossy magazines mailed to your uh, your that's home true. address true. on a <laughs> pretty regular basis. David the- knows because he is an actual AARP member. <laughs> I am. I was coaxed into it by an AT&T. By um, a pushy salesman. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know what you should do? You know what would be hilarious is if you signed up for AARP. Bro, uh, bro that, hear me out, though. Will, will that give me, like, discounts on my cell phone bill? No, it'd just be funny. <laughs> Imagine going to the meetings. You're like everybody's grandson. It's weird, right? No? It's 12 bucks, man. It's worth it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, we're all over the place today. So, some quick it. background on the uh, the martial arts that we're going to be covering. Salat, uh, traditionally practiced in areas of Southeast Asia, like uh, Brunei, which is probably pronounced incorrectly. I, I am too tired to care. Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, Southern Philippines, Yay. and Southern Vietnam. Fun fact, I'm it from Singapore. Focused... <laughs> all <Sorry>. right, well... <laughs> uh, are you a Salat expert? And is that an offensive question to ask? In um, order? <laughs> I am not a Salat expert. I never learned martial arts, contrary to popular mm-hmm. stereotypes. Um, <laughs> is that a popular gay stereotype that they're excellent martial artists? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, contrary to the other popular stereotype of that, oh. I am Southeast Asian. <laughs> oh. So, I was excited for a second because we talked about the potential for a gay Wuja film the other day. <gasps> oh, Both that's... Dave and I were very excited in that. <laughs> I would love that. That would be wonderful. The drama. It would that, be that would crazy. Be it would be too dramatic. It would, if it would be too dramatic. It would just be flowers and explosions yeah. and rainbows. <laughs> you want to talk about melodrama? Boom! There it is. <laughs> and I would be there opening fucking night. <laughs> I will be with you, <laughs> with with my knowledge of Salat now. Apparently, yes, because <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Well. Buddy, if I got news for you, because we have notes on it. Oh, yes, tell uh, me. Teach me. Very, very few notes, uh, yeah, not to well, brag like or anything. The bare minimum of notes. Uh, it focuses on countering strikes and moving into relatively brutal responses, so break strikes jokes, uh, then end with your opponent down and you standing, which is the purpose of all martial arts, I think. But Typically. David felt the need to put that in the notes, so we're going to go with it. Uh, <laughs> Actually, uh, good <laughs> sir, I'd like to point out that that was a copy paste. Uh, so oh, I'd like to blame whoever. Wikipedia put that in the notes, so we're going to go. <laughs> no, I actually I found that on uh, what is it? Cora it starts with a Q. Cora. Q-U-O-R-A. Like Legend wow. of Cora. No, no, no. That's no. a different kind Although, of bending. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm. Yeah. Um, no, I I just typed in like. I think I typed in Salat versus Muay Thai because I know that they're relatively similar and they have some similarities, um, which is redundant. Shut the fuck up, David. Um, no, you're but, doing great. <laughs> you know, Keep thanks, going. Ian. Huzzah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I so I typed that into the Google machine and then I got that Quora art- article where the guy was describing. It, it was mainly a breakdown of why Salat is not like more commonly practiced like Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu or, um, mm. you know, anything like that. And it's, um, it seemed like it was for a number of reasons, but yeah, uh, I think one of those has to be the marketing because Muay Thai yes. sounds badass and Salat yeah. sounds like a rejected name for, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but a rejected name of something. Yeah. I was um, going somewhere with that. We'll edit that out. David, what's the timestamp? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to write it down. Got to write it down. Uh, eight or nine. Oh, nine minutes. Nine. Fuck it. No one cares. Uh, this, yeah, this will be probably three hours long because of the fact that I am here today, by the way. <laughs> That's all right. I am going on. Uh, I actually got a good night's sleep last night. I'm not going to lie about it. But I worked a oh, long day today. And congratulations. I am dead inside. So, oh, yes. don't die. <laughs> yes. Uh, I often like to brag that I get one good night to sleep. Anyway, uh, Muay Thai, also known as the art of eight limbs, as it is characterized by, you're not going to believe this, guys, uh, the combined use of your limbs. Yes. Elbows, knees, and shins. Yeah. Yeah. That's not just a clever name. Right. Uh, Knees and shins. Elbows, knees, and shins. Knees and shins. There we go. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. Uh, See? Uh, Somebody got it. I got it. Uh, Muay Thai is probably most popular, uh, popularly known as uh, what a lot of MMA guys train in poorly. Mm -hmm. Because then they try to wrestle with it. It's ah. weird. It just oh. doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Well, it, I mean, <laughs> is is there like grappling in in Muay Thai? Is that kind of what you're? It, there, there is, to? but it's not like the the ground grappling, like with wrestling or with sure. like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or something like that. So, uh, the sure. grappling in Muay Thai is more like a uh, collar and elbow. To, well, not not collar and elbow, but more standing grappling. Um, to get to get closer with the striking. Hmm. I gotcha. Uh, yeah, Muay Thai is uh hardcore shit. Basically, is, uh, yeah. is where we're going to talk about that one. So, uh, like we said at the top, we have two movies to cover today. Uh, the Raid Redemption and Ong Bak. Which one would you uh, lovely people like to cover first? Uh, Let's do Ong Bak. Ong Bak. That, was the, that was the first one I watched, at least. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. So, uh, going off the top of the head, Ongbok is a 2003-ish film starring Tony Jaa, uh, who is a legitimate badass in a lot of different ways. Um, it is about uh, Jaa's character who goes after uh, someone who has left his village and stolen something from it. They uh, stole Ongbok. They stole Ongbok. Yeah, they stole Ongbok. <laughs> they, they stole motherfucker stole Ongbok. <laughs> they stole his fucking head. And they he's stole like, Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. I will literally yeah. not stand for this, and yeah. neither will Ongbok. So. <laughs> well, that's it's complicated. But anyway, uh, <laughs> they take it, he tries to go get it back. and uh, He's kind of country mouse in the city, I think is a fair way of putting that. Yes. Uh, like but that. luckily yeah. for him, he came armed with uh, you know enough knee strikes to kill most of what appears to be Bangkok. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you missed a golden <laughs> opportunity to say he came armed with his arms. Oh, Wow, but <clears throat> that was probably on purpose because that joke was not even really a joke. So, please continue, Ted. <laughs> Make a timestamp to edit. Uh, <laughs> Don't leave me as my co-host, please. <laughs> this podcast has come such a long way with you. <laughs> please don't leave me. <laughs> uh, that's a quick and dirty synopsis of the film. Uh, Ian, David, yes. What are your thoughts? Yes, loved uh, it. It was. Yes. That is the correct answer. It, Thank you. It, that is all. That is our discussion <laughs> of the book. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad I got to be here. Um, anyway, like it was great. Academy. Yeah i I thought it was. Um, I when I watched it with my boyfriend, and my boyfriend actually knows Thai, so it was interesting that he told me some random fun facts. The village that he comes from. Um, they speak a dialect of Thai, but the moment they go into mm. Bangkok, they start speaking Thai, um, the actual, the main language Thai. Um, right. So mm. that's cool. I thought that was a really interesting, like, differential distinction, rather. Um, uh, no, definitely. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Other than that, it was a, it's a beautiful. I love I love Muay Thai um, because of like its movements. It's really sharp kind of movements and it's choreography even though it's not choreography it's actual <laughs> fighting but right. when they like put make a fight choreo scene it looks like throughout the whole mm-hmm. entire movie um they're actually kind of showcasing what muay thai can deal with in different scenarios especially when it gets to bangkok and he's fighting all these different mm-hmm. people and like in um, the fight club and yeah one has like pure strength yeah. one is about speed one is about like raw environment and i love that it showcases that muay thai can kind of shift to different each different kind of um perspective when it comes to dealing with different types of fighting um so i really appreciate that part yeah i think that's a great point because uh uh, i'm glad you bring it up because you know in the previous films we've discussed or the previous episodes we've done on this you know the the martial arts are especially with wuja films very like dramatically choreographed and like Mm -hmm. aesthetically choreographed so that they're designed to be beautiful whereas with Ongbok, it, it's it still has that inherent beauty just because it's like you know basically peak physical physical conditioning you know yeah. for, for these for these people but it's done in a way that it's not about the beauty as much it's it's mm-hmm. about the practicality and the, like the economy of movement like you were mentioning with it which which i agree is is a great departure from your standard <laughs> sort of martial arts film where it's like with enter the dragon it's like oh bruce lee wants to look as badass as possible which is not like he needed a lot of help you know or like with wuja like i said where it's a little more dramatic and and, and effervescent yeah yeah that makes sense and better in any way oh, that's that right. i could possibly Dave, put it david's here too hello david. <laughs> welcome yes, back i david. am also here <laughs> and we're back yeah uh what uh what did you think david 
so I really liked it. Um, I I didn't really know what to expect. I haven't seen too many Muay Thai movies. I haven't seen too many Jaw movies. So uh, I yeah, like I said, I, I wasn't too sure exactly what uh, what I was up against. But I actually really enjoyed like the the choreography and just the overall fighting style of Muay Thai. It was a lot. Um, it was like a lot more flying kicks and, uh, and like jump maneuvering than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I, uh, one thing that I kind of noticed is like Muay Thai seems to be, or a lot of the fundamentals of it are carried over into like other, like, I felt like I've seen a lot of it in like the, uh, <clears throat> the fight scenes in like Marvel movies and, and other like just action movies where there's, you know, like, you know, combat between two people like black widow. Like, I feel like she probably had like a bit of Muay Thai training or at least like some of the fundamentals like worked into her training. I could be wrong, but it seemed like there was some uh, similarities that I, uh, I picked Mm. up on there. Um, I fucking loved how like he just walks into the ring accidentally and they're like, all right, well you're going to fight this guy. And then he just takes him down with like one kick. He just wrecks the dude. <laughs> I was, yeah. Like I audibly shouted at my TV like, Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's the correct reaction by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, probably. Yeah. There's some severe brain damage at the very least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's another good point that kind of goes in with what, you know, Ian had mentioned where the, the choreography in this, you really feel, you know, you you can really feel almost that uh, that these are damaging maneuvers. You know, with, with some yeah. of the other films, like I said, they're a little more flowing and beautiful. And you're like, this looks amazing, but like, I feel like I could probably take that punch. You know, <laughs> whereas <laughs> yeah. you see Tony Jaw hit someone and you're like, I feel like I just broke my leg watching this. <laughs> it's uh, I, it's a different kind of choreography and it works. Yeah. Straight up was just eating a tub of ice cream the whole entire time I was watching it. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> he is so fit. And I'm just eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I mean, Ian, I, I know you mentioned that you had listened to the other martial arts episodes that mm-hmm. I've done. It, you reminded me of what I, uh, my comments on um, 36 Chamber of Shaolin, like, like I just felt <laughs> yes. like a lazy piece of shit as he's like carrying the buckets like this. Um, I, I'm just like, wow, uh, I need to like get outside and like run for like two minutes. When was I, the last time I even walked somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, am too lazy. Much. I'm too lazy to learn a martial arts skill of any sort. I don't know what I would do with it, honestly. Um, but I, a, another thing I really liked about the film um, was actually like kind of a decent story. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I liked it. Like yeah. I thought it was very interesting that the main arc and character development that happens is not about the dude that is fighting it is actually about mm-hmm. his cousin <laughs> i think it was yeah. his cousin yeah that is like the yeah. comic relief of the show um mm-hmm. that you know it's the whole like he turned his back and he left for bangkok and like he's a bad like gangster dude now that's trying to escape the world that he kind of went into and mm-hmm. will he betray his family again or you know will he go back to buddha kind of a deal um which is right. interesting to see that transition because the main character um doesn't really do much like character development like um i think tony jaw no character development yeah tony <laughs> jaw is just there and he's just like hey i'm here to do good things why are you being a bad person let me fight for you yeah yeah. I, I am here to sing the praises of Buddhism and break as many bones as possible. <laughs> yes. And I am all out of praises of Buddhism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that's a great point. Like, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that, you know, your average martial arts movie is, is very low on plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them, have we've, as we've mentioned, and as fans of the genre know, like, there's like your five basic storylines for a martial arts film and most mm-hmm. of them are like revenge or getting a, a stolen item back or you know yeah. you know something pretty 
pretty standard and boilerplate. Pretty simple. Yeah. And this yeah. this one is you know similar to that. Like like we talked about, he's going to get the statue back and you know restore peace and order and harmony to the village and things like that. Um, but it, it does kind of subvert it in a way where the main character doesn't really have that. He has somewhat of a hero's journey, but the, the real character development is, like you said, with his cousin who who goes from, uh, you know, shunning that part of his life and trying to bury it mm-hmm. as the past um, mm-hmm. and, and being the city guy now and the cool city, cool guy in the city. But what we see, like, that's definitely an air he puts on. Or, yeah. or presents himself with like he's yeah. kind of a dweeb, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with it po- with a possible gambling problem. Also, uh, yes, definite gambling problem. <laughs> I don't know if maybe it might be a cultural thing, but like, um, I th- the character that he plays, the cousin plays. Um, I think his name is like Kumle. I can't remember mm-hmm. if that's the real name, but um, he's kind of a he's a typical like at least for me, when I watched a lot of Asian TV or dramas, typical comedic, like, caricature. Like, he is kind of like the uncle or auntie kind of character that is portrayed as, like, you know, kind of tough, but not really tough. He's all talk, no bite. And he's just always getting into trouble. And he's always just, like, you know, kind of silly and goofy Mm -hmm. and, like, just dirty. Um, And he... For me, at least, understanding, like, the tones in, like, Mandarin a little bit and hearing it through other languages like Cantonese and, like, you know, Thai, I get the comedic bits when he says them, like, when he says the comedic line. So I don't know. Um, I thought that was interesting that he was, they were Mm. doing that with him. Um, Yeah, right on. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's... If I can say this without being an insensitive jerk off. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I think it's definitely good to get a different perspective on it. Um, you know, you've mentioned a couple of things that like I would have never picked up on. I've seen this movie like eight times and I'm just like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm learning new things about it and with, with the language and um, I'm, f- I'm forgetting exactly what you mentioned earlier. Oh, with the, the dialects. Um, Which, yeah, that, I mean, that you Ian, that's mentioned. high yeah. praise uh, and you should take that because... I've recorded it. like 75 episodes with Ted uh-huh. and I have never heard anything like that. Like, wow, David, you really like opened my eyes to that. Like <laughs> that is never happened. It's, it's in fact the opposite. Like David, yeah, you I was going to say, normally it's eyes. like, wow, David, this thing I loved is now dead to me because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I will never, I will never go bowling again. Good, sir. Good day. Yeah. <laughs> good day, sir. I said good uh, day. <laughs> well, thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking specifically of of the actor Tony Jaw, he's a very interesting case to me because he kind of breaks out on the scene and people are calling him like the next Jackie Chan because he does all his own stunts and there's Mm -hmm. no wires and there's Mm no, you know, like uh, safety nettings or what have you, you know, and he's doing, which is one of the reasons I love this movie and and so much is that like he literally jumps up and kicks a light out of a fucking light pole. That's, yeah. that, you know, meanwhile, like you said, I'm sitting on my couch eating Cheetos like, ah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know? Uh, and then like at the height of his stardom, he's like, okay, hey, I'm going to go be a monk now. Peace. And just like joins a, a temple and, and dedicates his life to being a Buddhist. That's, that's King shit. I don't yeah. care who you are. <laughs> I mean, he took to heart the story of Ong Bak really, because that's yes. what he was supposed to do in the first place. His teacher yeah. was a monk and he was just like, now that I taught you Muay Thai, you can't use it. And I was like, right, right. whoa, first five minutes of the film and we're not going to see Muay Thai after he <laughs> learns it. Right. I don't think I like this movie. And then the rest of it is like, all right, you got me, you fuckers. Uh, one, one thing that I really liked about this movie is like the, uh, the passive cultural, um, like, innuendo that you learn like you know how he is leaving uh, like you you get the idea that like not a whole lot of people leave the village like there's not really a need to um you know they live off of a, a dirt path <clears throat> you know a truck pulls up and there's like no other cars around um and as he's leaving like every it seems like everyone that lives in the village is like surrounding him and they're all like giving him what little money they have so he can like survive out in the world mm-hmm. so like i feel like it was an opportunity to kind of learn about how like like these little small villages and 
in Asia that that exist that um, just have like this crazy reverence for like the Buddha and um, oh, just yeah. kind of do their own thing. Like it's, in yeah, in Thailand especially, Buddha is revered. It, mm-hmm. I, they don't care who you are, where you come from. If you disrespect Buddha in any way, shape, or form, it is like to the jail to you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which is why it was such a, a huge deal when the head went missing. Yes, right? it is very sacred to them, which is why, you know, I think the grandma or there was an old lady that was like crying to the gods, yeah. Yeah. you know, and they like thought wailing. the village, yeah, yeah, the village would suffer because, you know, the head was gone, like Ong Bak was taken. And so they were like, I guess we're going to die now because we, Buddha just, you know, we forsaken him and somebody stole his head. Like, you know, right. to them, it's very real. And I think it's also, mm. this film is a really nice introduction, not introduction, but at least like a peek into Thailand. Um, I can't represent Thailand because I'm not from Thailand, but like from being from Singapore and understanding what I little I know of Thailand, there is like a huge disparity between like classes Mm -hmm. in Thailand, the rich and the poor, Mm -hmm. the city and like the village, you know, and so it is a drastic shift. And I like that they showed that and like how it affects different people. And when they come from the village, they don't want to be known as the village person, you know, so right yeah and even in the city it kind of looked a little run down like you know when he he ventures from his little um village to the city like i was expecting like a a, you know a pretty decent step up in like the quality of life and it's like no it's still like everywhere you you go (laughs) it looks like the basement of fight club (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is a struggle in in that area and also i what i thought was interesting was the diversity in the club too because like one of the main dudes he had to like beat yeah. was this white dude and i was just like okay what's this white dude doing here and then who, he had an australian accent and i was like oh that makes sense now he came from australia like thailand and australia super <laughs> close you know so and he literally could not stop throwing shit like he could that not. was his one move he, like, he, like was just picking up stuff and throwing it. I was just ready for him to go down. I was just like, this guy just keeps talking <laughs> shit and literally called like Thai people weak and like they're women whores. So I was just like, okay, just, yeah. just kick this guy's ass. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Was that the same dude? He got dude? his comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. Was that the same dude that like backhanded the waitress or whatever? The... He, yeah. He was like groping her. Like, literally took a drink that wasn't his from, that she was holding. Right. What a what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that, really, I, that's uh, where I draw the line is taking other yeah. people's drinks. No, where yeah. I draw the line is that emo chain link that he was having from his little belt <laughs> to like his wallet in his pants. That's where I draw the line. I was like, why Man, it was 2003. <laughs> that was still cool. It was, like, <laughs> it was a different time. Then. It, was it was a different a time. time. Mistakes were made. Uh, everybody was doing ecstasy. I don't True. know. Man. Uh, uh, Australians were not known for their fashion. Still aren't. <laughs> Sorry, Austria. this is what you get when you have a bunch of ex-convicts that populate an island and start a country. Is yeah. shitty fashion trends. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> now that we've offended get. the entirety of Australia. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> any other? Any other things you want to talk about with uh, with Ongbok? Um, no, I thought I love the the beautiful irony of the the head gangster being crushed by the Buddha head that he was. By the head, yes. <laughs> that yes, that was. That um, is called poetic justice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And it's also not a good way to get ahead in life. Uh, oh. I think it founds really... a joke. <laughs> um, I try and I try. One other, <laughs> one last thing I will say about the movie. Um, it has interesting editing. Um, uh, me and my boyfriend were talking about it, but apparently for different, when it aired in different countries, um, there, the the editing was slightly different. There was a subplot that Humle has w- with his little, I think like the friend that he has, the female like assistant mm-hmm. that he goes on does like um, s- stealing gigs with. You know, she has a mm-hmm. sister who apparently like is either a prostitute or part of a gang. The one that died through overdose in the mm-hmm. in the scene where. Um, uh what's his face um when tony ja was like going to get the main dude that stole ongbak 
um, mm. he broke into the apartment and he like, right as he did that, one of the girls in the bed was like ODing on, on cocaine because the other, the gangster dude like basically smothered her with it and forced her to take it. But apparently that girl was like the sister to one of the other girlfriends that, um, that was the cousin Mm-hmm. Um, Hamle, and they edited that out from the U.S. version. Um, and so, because I thought it was interesting when I was watching the film, he was calling out to her by name, and I was like, "How does he know this this girl's name that's dying in the right. bed? This is the first time he's seen her. Why is he saying her name?" And I was just like, "Oh, it makes sense now because they edited that part out for the U.S., but mm-hmm. they kept it in for other countries." And yeah, I just thought that, that it was an interesting thing to do um, for a I, film. I didn't pick up on that because I'm an idiot. That's <laughs> no, okay. You just have to read the subtitles. You know, I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. It's, it's um, not um Yeah, that means you just got to be able to read. So thanks, Ian, for writing that in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sad now. I'm not going to gang up on you anymore. I'm sorry. No, no, please, please continue. It's nice to have a partner in crime. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, that's not an uncommon practice to to edit movies and have different cuts for different places of the world, um, sometimes for more cynical reasons than that. But I'd be curious as to why they did that for the U.S. market, because that's pretty, I, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's pretty tame, because, I mean, that's like a heavy subplot. But, I mean, as far as other plots and films, that's pretty benign, you yeah. know, in, in my opinion. So it's... Maybe for I could time. see that being something cut out for it was 2003. I don't know. Yeah, I, I could see that being cut out for a more, I guess, conservative uh, sort yep. of uh, nation. But the U.S. is pretty, pretty not pretty down for the cocaine. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not. I was shy trying to think of a classier having... way to say it, but no, no. We're all just a bunch of junkies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not shy about having drugs. I mean, Requiem for a Dream was definitely out before this movie came out. So yeah, um, still have PTSD from that. Yeah, that is that is a one and done film right there. <laughs> that is a great movie. Friends. I will never ever watch again. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh In fact, it is. Uh, David, any final thoughts on Ungbak? Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, it's on uh, Hulu, right? Yes, is it decided? is. It yeah. is right, on now right now on Hulu. You can probably also buy the DVD for like twelve cents somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's been out for a while. It's it's a great film. Uh, I like all of Jaws movies. He he did actually make a comeback after uh, being a being a monk for a while. Um, nice. hmm. he, had, he had another film that came out shortly after this one called The Protector, which is uh, really good. I heard about um, that. it's it's a it's a bit more action oriented and it goes a little crazier but uh that's a great one I, I highly recommend that one as well unfortunately not streaming anywhere uh for rent uh, yeah at least I, you have to buy that yeah I, I typed that shit in in uh in just watch and it was like sorry bro <laughs> i yeah. got nothing <laughs> try again douchebag uh but yeah it's uh it's a great one i i actually ended up i had it on dvd and then I was like, what am I, some kind of poor person? So I upgraded to Blu-ray. And <laughs> <laughs> I just bought it. I'm going to probably actually watch it uh, after we finish recording if I have any energy left. Where did you Where did you find it? Do you remember? Uh, you what, the case? Blu-ray copy? Yeah. No, I bought it online. Oh, okay. I just it so online so it's just not hard. To, it's not hard to find. It's just kind of hard to find streaming. Yeah, it's probably tied up in some rights issues mm. uh, as far as streaming goes, but you can find uh, a physical copy of it fairly easily. You know, okay. I, I found a few different sources with it and bought one. Yeah, that's one thing that pisses me off about Amazon. It's like if you go to Amazon and like type in the name of a movie, you have to go through like five different back channels of like clicking around to find the physical copy of that movie. <laughs> I'm like, why? It doesn't need to be this hard to like say i want the physical copy not the digital copy or rent this goddamn movie like i just want to buy the physical copy yeah unfortunately i think physical medium is a uh, starting dying, to die out yeah no out, but don't do just, it i will uh support will your go local businesses go go support yeah, that's a good one like, too. Yeah. your local stores they most of the time i feel like they're the ones that have a lot of the cool physical copies of things mm. yeah there's there's also a lot of cool and this is kind of maybe not antithetical but definitely not to support local but support small businesses at least a lot of yes. uh, uh boutique type uh dvd and and, and video stores mm. have popped up or 
um, distributors have popped up, and you could find some really cool special edition stuff for some underappreciated films. That way, I, I've got a, a couple from different suppliers that are very cool, and uh, you know, support support them because you know they're doing cool shit, and exactly. yeah. it's better than throwing money at Jeff Bezos. Anyway, yeah, uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> he retired. <moving> along. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, whatever. So space, hopefully. <laughs> Speaking of him in space, did you guys see the petition where people are like, let him go to space, but don't and let him come stay back? there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, where is that petition? Because I will sign that 10 times over. Ultimately meaningless, but very yes. funny nonetheless. Yes, it is funny. Uh, moving right along, the Raid Redemption. Um, yes. That where is... to even start with this movie? Uh, it, was a, it was a lot. I, yeah. I watched it, it today. It was a lot. Yeah, so you just, you I just kind of want to take a nap afterwards, you know. <laughs> I was so tense and exhausted after watching it. I, I have many thoughts and comments about this. Mostly good, great. Good, I think good, it's good. it's a good, great action movie. I was just, just very. I was yelling at the screen the whole time. Really, that was what mm-hmm. I was doing. Um, the amount Get of time, away from the windows. I, I yeah, I texted David and I was just like, the amount of times I had to yell the TV to say, "Get away from the fucking window," is too many. <laughs> <laughs> you think they would learn by now? But a no, they and just yet, kept, no. and yet they <laughs> kept going to the windows to die. Mm. I was just very frustrated at that point. Mm. Um, to the window. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, other than that, it was not, not it was, a lot of smart people in the movie, but no, a lot of badasses. <laughs> a, a lot of like cannon fodder. Really, I was just like, mm-hmm. wow. I guess I couldn't tell who was the main character at first, but then I was like, well, now we've whittled it down to these. It's the only people. guy who's alive. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it felt like it felt like it wanted to be a horror movie at times. It felt like it wanted to be a zombie movie at times for some reason. It's like, it felt very claustrophobic, which was great. Yeah, I, yes, the the I way it was, the film, like the way it was filmed just gave me like intense nerves of scaredness. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I was just like, no. okay. <laughs> no, that is uh, correct. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things I wanted to talk about is how, Despite being a martial arts movie, this is almost like the anti-martial arts movie because it's filmed so differently. Yeah. Like, it's it's ugly. Oh, yeah. I mean that in a complimentary way, but, like, it's everything is, like, disgusting because it's, like, a rundown, you know, project apartment building. It, yeah. I thought it was, like, it's the got this zombie weird, apocalypse. Like, <laughs> like the yeah. Walking it's Dead got this vibes. Weird, like, <laughs> it, right. Yeah. It's got this weird, like, gray filter. Yeah. So yeah. everything's, like, washed out. Um the choreography is ugly again not not in a negative way in the sense that like you really feel mm. the action in this film you really like it it well the camera it, moves it's like, moves it's with like, the action mm, like it's very kinetic it's very frenetic the first the first sentence i could think of to describe this movie when i was writing a review for it on a blog from a lifetime ago it's basically a fight or flight dose of adrenaline as caught on film yeah yes it, it's just like the entire time you're on edge, the entire time you're just like, what else can they do to this fucking guy? <laughs> yes. How I many truly, more creative ways are there to kill a person in this it's film? Like Let's a find weird, them all. Like, it's like Saw meets zombie apocalypse meets martial arts film. Like it was so entertaining to watch, but also very <laughs> nerve wracking. It's very nerve-wracking. It's very draining. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. This, this is one of the few movies that at the end of it, I'm like, oh, God damn, I need a Gatorade and a cigarette. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, a very, uh, a very simple, effective plot, might I say. Like, it's a very, it starts yeah. off yeah. literally at, like, 60 miles an hour. It's just, like, you see this dude. Oh, yeah. He's training in the morning, and he gets into, a, like, a truck full of police officers, and he's like, listen yeah, like here. SWAT van. Yeah. yeah we, we're here to catch this bad dude that has, like, you know owns this entire tenement building and like nobody has ever got him. So we're here to get him and like, just be really careful. And they, he, they keep talking about how bad he is and how dangerous it is. And I'm just like, okay, I guess, but you have a whole entire SWAT team, but I guess you need that for this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like uh, we, we've talked about, a lot of uh, fodder. yeah, we've talked about with, uh, with all the martial arts movies we covered so far about, you know, the, a typical trope is like the simplicity of the plot. And I think they do that really well 
with this movie. Like it's, you know, Ian, you just mentioned this, like it's so simple and they like this movie does a great job of like running with that and yeah. like m- making every uh, use of, of uh, or taking advantage of having a very simple plot um, and just focusing on the action. And yeah. it's like everyone has a fucking license to kill in this mm-hmm. movie. Like everyone just wants to kill everybody and <laughs> I like it's nothing but knees and elbows for like 90 minutes. And mm-hmm. I fucking love it. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a roller coaster ride, I will say. Yeah. And and it and it has like good peaks and valleys, too. Like I, I you know, this was only like my maybe my second or third time watching it. Um, and yeah, like, you know, there's a couple moments where it like slows down. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like it kind of gets chill for a minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it picks right back up. Right back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it. it uh, I, I think it does a good job of balancing. Like it definitely takes you to the edge and then kind of backs you away yeah. and then rushes you right back to it. But it, it it's not like some other films that are just like, go, go, go from the stop. So that by the end of it, you're just like, God, I just want this movie to fucking end. <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah, it gives yeah, you yeah. enough of a breather to still be invested and still want to know and, and want more. Um, something I've always thought was kind of funny. This is an interesting bit of trivia, uh, in my opinion, at least is that, so this was made by Gareth Evans. Who's, who's Dutch, I think. Um, he was filming a documentary when he discovered Iku Owais, who plays Rama, the main character, or Iku Owais, I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure how you pronounce it, uh, who had like a martial arts studio. He wasn't an actor. He was just like a practicing martial artist and had a had a gym uh, or what have you where he trained. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, hey, you want to make movies? Because you're fucking legit. <laughs> <laughs> and so it kind of just launched, you know, his 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 career. Um, Eco Oasis is a very interesting guy as well. Um, very devout, very religious, and has a lot of things that he refuses to do in movies and, and mm. wants to be portrayed a certain way, which I respect. You know, mm-hmm. I, I respect the hell of that, that he's got a code that he follows. That's that's very cool. But I mean, he's named yeah. Rama um, anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's, Rama is a god um, in, in, um, in Hindu, I, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, kind of on the nose, but I see you. You're the good guy. You're the good cop. <laughs> Because they literally yeah. had a good cop, bad cop moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, like, the twist where the bad cop is, like, you find out he is the bad cop. Like, he's in bed with the guy. And you're just kind of like, that's the one part of the movie where I'm like, okay, I get it. You have to do that. There's got to mm-hmm. be somebody. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he even looks like the bad guy. Yeah. but Mr. It's, it's Eyebrows. The, yeah. It's the one part of the movie where I'm just kind of like, <sighs> all right you know sub-zero i don't want to say it's like (laughs) eye rolly but it's kind of like all right i get it we have to do this but i wish we didn't you know (laughs) yeah yeah um for me personally oh go ahead no 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 no. i i I was just gonna add a random thought of this like i texted david too i was just like oh sub-zero died again um (laughs) because i (laughs) i watched the the recent remake of mortal kombat and he plays sub-zero in that um, eyebrows mm-hmm. man and i was just like yeah. it's him i i i recognize mm-hmm. him joe taslam yeah. yeah yeah he uh he's he's been in quite a few movies um martial arts movies and action movies uh he does die in this one too uh, as well as in mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah he's in a really great one that i also recommend that i almost picked for this but i was like well we've already got the raid we don't i don't want to cover too many of the same like production companies or, or guys or what have you so mm-hmm. uh, but it's called uh, the night comes for us and that is a very, very good, very, very bloody action movie. Hmm. So highly recommended for that as well. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about until we started talking about that. So no, you're bad. fine. We're talking I, about the I, raid. I think I, know that. Um, <laughs> I will say it is very bloody. It took me a hot second to adjust back to that amount of blood. Like I'm used to it normally, like because of Game of Thrones. But like mm. I w- it took me a hot second to be like, wow, literally blood splatter. I see it from the head from that yeah. um cool and also we are shooting children in this movie i guess um they go hard <laughs> yeah i was just like they, they oh, go hard. the child can't possibly be nope the child is definitely a bad guy and now we have to kill the child yeah. oops yeah. um and slow mo that bullet bad. slow mo the bullet yeah. i was just like okay we're doing Gratuitous. that <laughs> um Gratuitous, and but yeah necessary 
when it finally got to the martial arts part, that's when I really, really started loving it because I wasn't sure at first with all of like the the shooting because I was like, this feels more like an action movie right now. But yeah. when right. the slot came in, I was like, okay, and now I'm on board. I see where it comes through. I love the movements. I love how fast it is. I like mm-hmm. that it is kind of reminiscent to Muay Thai, but it is a little bit different. And I feel like it has a lot of more counter strikes than Muay Thai does. And it has a lot of like very close quarter, like elbow knee movements mm-hmm. that kind of pull and push the person and they move very, very quickly. And they kind of yeah. almost reminds me a little bit of like, you know, how <laughs> Avatar Last Airbender, when Aang was like, you know how Aang fights, he always like rotates his hands and his arms and it's always like spinning kind of motions. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's what it reminds me of at times because when he's like dodging all these guys with machetes and like flipping and turning and getting the machete out of their hands to get it in his hand. And it's just like, you know, um, a beautiful dance, but also very gritty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are the only person who's ever compared this film to Avatar. The Last Airbender. <laughs> of course, leave so, it to me. <laughs> congratulations. That is, uh, I'm not even kidding. That's impressive. That is a great poll. <laughs> Thank you. Compliment number two. Compliment yeah, number I'll two. Color me jealous. Uh, I'll say something nice about you when it's earned, David. How's that? <laughs> you know what? Go fuck yourself, Terry. <laughs> uh, well, that's unfortunate. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I remember hearing about this movie when it came out and everybody just being like, you have to watch it. If you like action movies, you have to see it. It's like the greatest action movie of all time, blah, 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 blah. And while I don't think it's the greatest action movie of all time, I think it's in the discussion. Yes, I it's agree. on the short list. I agree, in, in my opinion. John um, Wick Three holds that title. John Wick Three, wow, beautiful <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is pr- probably my pick too. Uh, maybe there's a recency bias there, but probably. Damn, but that movie's I'm, good. I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> you. We we have thoughts on that coming up in in episode number four. Or, we are uh, valid, or, uh, right? <laughs> or in part number four, we'll we'll talk about. John Wick. I, then. I love John Wick. <laughs> yes. Because we haven't talked enough about John Wick. <laughs> We've on only this done like three episodes on it. We're going to keep milking that fucking horse. Yeah. Or cow, I guess. Beating the horse. Yeah, and milk the, the horse. Any <laughs> mammal. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're going to want to drink that. Any milk, mammal, but... I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, I don't know that I want to test that theory. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, <laughs> anyways, I. L- Continuing back to the raid, um, I yeah, love. Please, I love the the kind of saw vibes it gives me. You know, a lot of the different traps, all the cameras in the hallways, keeping track mm-hmm. of people. Um, I have a question about the exploding refrigerator. I want to know if that's legitimately <laughs> possible. When he was like, you know what, I'm going to take this gas canister from this stove, put it into this empty fridge put it up against the door, throw a grenade in it and turn the open side door of the fridge to explode it out into a hallway. Will that? I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. That's what I but thought. But it looks really cool. It looked <laughs> great. I was like, wow, what a yeah. way to, you know, stop a horde of zombies or people. But yeah. like, I was like, wouldn't that I just mean, explode the whole entire room? <laughs> yes. Uh, it sure. doesn't have to make sense. It just has to look badass. Okay. That's the rule. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes. That's the rule. And second um, question, what happened to the neighbor snipers? Did they just like they were like, okay, we're done. Bye. They they they're, just, they're hourly and yeah. they, they hit lunch and that was it. <laughs> they were like, We got these dudes, I can go back home yeah. now. They're union, so they were like, No, the union contract says, you know, four hours and we're done. <laughs> I, I don't have to do this past four four PM, bro. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to call the steward down? Do I, <laughs> I, I start packing up my uh my sniper rifle at three fifty eight. Right. <laughs> After that, it's your problem. Right. Um, David, any other thoughts on uh, on the raid? Um, man, my uh, one. I don't know why this is uh, a favorite moment. It's definitely one of those like oh shit moments that you know I yell at my TV um, when he like. I'm pretty sure he throws the dude like off of the. Uh, it's it's in the part where I, it kind of throws like him off of one level down to the next level. Yeah, and breaks his back on on like the the, on the, on the, on the banister. Mm. Or, yeah, uh, the I was like, 
like I I totally forgot that that part happened. I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> like, yeah, it just looks so real. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow. He killed that guy for real. That's not a stunt. That dude yeah. died on the set. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, well, um, one of y'all is going to have to die in the name of this movie. So yeah. um, who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, but no. yeah, that's a very brutal part. And I mean, the, the entire movie's you know, filled with brutality Death. and, and, and just that gritty. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ugly action. And that really sticks out as like, especially heinous basically <laughs> right um what's his name um is it y- yayan ruin Ru- Ru- ruhan mm-hmm. um, plays mad dog plays mad dog yes mm-hmm. um i loved his character um <clears throat> it's uh I-, I think he plays like a really good bad guy like i mean and of course i've only seen him play a bad guy in like two or three movies but um i loved the fight between him and uh uh, was Rama it? and his brother? Uh, yeah. Mm, uh, well, mm. or no? Well, uh, the one preceding that, where he like oh, with Joe Taslim. Fini- yeah, uh, when he yeah. finishes that dude, um, like it's it's one of those like really real moments of the movie yeah. where, um, like the stakes are high and real. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's not like you know. All, well, you know, we mentioned the cannon fodder earlier. Like, mm-hmm. yes, that's true, but like, you don't really get to know any of those people, so you're not heartbroken over those people. You're, you're just, you know, you're connected to the main characters. Yeah. And, um, and so when this guy goes down, you're like, you're like brought down a level. You're like, holy shit! Like, the stakes are actually it's real. real now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like, I like that too it was more it was also like a warriors thing because right before then everything has uh, there was a lot of guns in the movie so you know you bring yeah. a knife to a gunfight you're gonna lose and that's kind of what happened in the hallway you know when mm-hmm. they were trying to fight each other and they had this moment where they pulled like you know something out for the other guy and mad dog had a gun <laughs> and the other <laughs> dude had a knife and he was like well i'm fucked i guess because you know i can't win this fight um, and yeah. I like that Mad Dog was like, you know, I don't like guns. Let's actually like do this the like old quote unquote old fashioned way. Yeah, and it felt yeah, like an honor that. kind of deal between warriors in a sense sometimes. <clears throat> no, I I love that little tidbit there where you know they uh, like you said he he just he you know he he goes on that little rant where he he talks about how you know he likes to likes the challenge of or i guess the challenge uh you know yeah. in the fight you know he doesn't mm-hmm. like it to be easy he likes it to be you know dirty and you know raw yeah and, uh yeah a so fight. yeah right and uh, yeah and <laughs> i mean it's not a fight if you like if you just shoot the dude and he just has a knife like you know there's no honor in that so yeah mm-hmm. um i definitely uh, I dug that part of the movie and the final fight between um, him and then the two brothers. Like that was mm, yeah. fucking dope as shit. I, I just like that. I love this character. I, lo- I love the actor as well. And, and you know, his, his abilities, but I like that. He's not a large guy, you know? Yes, I, mean, I five, agree. Five, five, six. And yeah. like, he's still presented as like the big bad. You know, mm-hmm. or like the henchman, or the tough guy, or the he badass, is or whatever. so bad number one guy that he can take two people on with mm-hmm. a light bulb in his neck yeah. for a good two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and you don't see that a lot because most of the time in films, like the the big bad is you know twelve feet tall and three hundred pounds of solid muscle, and this dude is you know like I said five five and a buck forty soaking wet, <laughs> literally in this film soaking wet. Yeah, and he's just owning these dudes <laughs> and i thought that was cool because you know um weight classes exist for a reason in combat sports and that's true but you know it, it ain't always the size of the dog in a fight you know yeah so yeah i, I thought I thought that was a cool sort of inversion of that normal the normal i guess plot point with that yeah I for agree. sure i also love that in both of these movies the bosses the crime bosses don't actually fight they kind of just sit there and then they talk mm-hmm. and then they have a gun yeah. and they're like, 
I'm really evil. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's it. They're basically the claw from Inspector Gadget. Yes. Is what I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's just them the whole time. And I'm yeah. like, wow, I guess they're threatening, but I'm more afraid about their henchmen, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's another good inversion because in a lot of, in a lot of films and with the, you know, the, the old, the, you know, the final boss per head se, of the crew, the final yeah. boss. Per, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's like the leader of the gang, and it's like, oh, you've gone through all my henchmen. Yeah, they're no one. I'm the guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, these two guys are just like, all right, well, I got a gun. Kick me now, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, a that's a great call out. Yeah. Um, three yeah, points. That's that's, that's all <laughs> just, my thoughts. Um, yeah. Ted, you got any final thoughts? Um, block out about two hours to watch this movie and just revel in it. Then take like an hour nap and then watch the raid two. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a hell of a I, Saturday afternoon right there. I need to get on that because the Blu-ray copy that I purchased came with that one as well. So, mm. and then watch Avatar: The Last Airbender and compare fighting styles. <laughs> yes, and then do that. That has That'll been also on- be a good palate cleanser. Yes. So. <laughs> That has been on my list for a while because, I mean, it, people that are like, hey, if you don't like anime, like, it's cool. You'll really like this. And, like, I've seen clips and I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. Um, and, it, you know, I, something that I would legit watch. I just, my watch list is like. I will say Avatar The Last Airbender takes at least a whole season to get used to it. Like, you, I don't think you really get attached to the characters until season two. Like, there's a lot of sometimes filler in season one and it takes a while Mm -hmm. for the characters to develop and by season two they know where they're going and it feels right and you love them more um but yeah that's all i have to not all i have to say about last airbender but that's one of the things i have to say about last airbender (laughs) i gotcha um okay well do we want to segue into shit that doesn't suck segue away yes let's do that segue away Shit that doesn't suck. All right, so for my shit that doesn't suck this week, I'm bringing it back to what was it 2004 2005 i think with napoleon dynamite um yeah i remember when this movie came out it was pretty polarizing the people that loved it fucking loved it and the people that didn't they they just brought the hate hated it yeah Yeah, they they really did it but i was in the camp of love it um i i love this movie i thought it was stupid and funny like and basically uh, aside from that one part where he goes, you guys are retarded. Um, it's like the epitome of clean humor. Like there's <laughs> like very little of this movie. That's like dirty. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's the reason why I like it, but just an observation, but I don't know. Like this movie is, I don't know. It's classic. Uh, I, it's unique. I still cannot fucking believe that they made this movie on like $16,000. Um, <laughs> it, it blows my mind every time I think about that. Um, but yeah, uh, I just, I, I love this movie. So, so funny. So good. So yeah. Uh, Ian, what do you got? Um, I'm going to bring in the musicals for these people today. Ooh. Um, because I love <laughs> I th- the musicals, and I think uh, I know where you're going. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. Maybe. So, um, I think a musical that doesn't suck recently. I think everybody should go and see In the Heights. Yes, it's great. It's just as I've seen it on stage, and there are very few musicals, I, in my opinion, that when transferred from the stage production to a movie that it gets better. And this is one of those few musicals that I think transitioning from stage to film, the film version actually is better in my opinion. Um, It gives it more depth to different characters. Um, I think one reason why it's so important right now is because of the themes that it has about 
our culture and the minorities um, mm-hmm. that are featured. Um, it's also just a fun time. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Like it's a spectacle and every shot is just shot beautifully. The choreo, the dance numbers are beautiful. It's a really catchy musical and it's also very heartfelt. So um, if you have the time, go support in the Heights because you know, that's a, that's a good fun musical time. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it um, since it hit HBO. Um, Truly. I, yeah. You know, I, I smashed that add to watch list button and it's still sitting in there. Um, but I definitely plan on getting to it soon. Cause yeah, like I said, I mean, between you and all my other friends, it's, uh, v- held in very high regard. So, yeah, I think it's um, great. Yeah. I've, uh, I've not watched it yet. I'm, I'm sure that I will end up watching it, but like David said, I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I'm, that, that's cool. I'm, I'm not a huge musical guy. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Not enough rocket launchers for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's but, a musical uh, <clears throat> that has a rocket launcher somewhere. But uh, could you consider um, uh, Team America World Police musical? Because <laughs> there are definitely fucking De- rocket yeah. launchers. Debatable, yeah. <laughs> Got rocket launchers and musical numbers. So honestly, we're make- gonna have to go to the I'm judges. Show Ronry. The the guys who um the, the South Park writers who wrote Book of Mormon mm-hmm. could probably write a musical with rocket launchers in it because uh, do it do it yeah. now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> send a letter to the editor, so to speak, to those guys and see what we can come up with. But uh, uh, I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. My shit that doesn't suck this week. I finally was able to watch this documentary I've been wanting to see since it came out a few years ago, and that is "Won't You Be My Neighbor," uh, the documentary oh. on Mr. Rogers, and um. Man, he was a real one. That's all. That's all to really say about it. Uh, <laughs> How many times did you cry, Ted? I I will be honest and say that I did not, but I it mm-hmm. was not for lack of tear jerk moments. Um, I am just dead inside. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am so jaded. I am no longer able to feel normal. If he cried, it would be dust. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, but it is very good. Um, and, and I think it does a, obviously anytime you have a documentary like this, you, you worry about it drifting too far into like hero worship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and, and I think that it has some of that, but I also think that they do a good job of number one, framing him as a human being who had faults. Um, they bring up a couple of instances where he regretted things or, or did things that he would come to regret later or, that people kind of say were not mm-hmm. maybe not terrible things that he did, but like maybe weren't the best choices to make. Um, so I, I think it does human. a, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, and I think it does a, a good job of, of, uh, of presenting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on HBO max. It may still be, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm I sure think you can it find is. other options yeah. uh, to stream it or to, to purchase it or to rent it. So that's uh, won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Nice. I need to add All that right. to my list. Yeah, I think that will do it for this week. Um, I think so. Yeah, we have one more episode in our martial arts series. That'll be next week. Um, David, what did we decide to cover for that? I should know this. And yet, here we are. Uh, I forget what it is. Uh, I mean, we haven't come up with an official title, but it's basically U.S. <laughs> movies that, have, uh, that are heavily influenced by uh, Eastern... Um, fighting styles like muay thai and mm. um kung okay, fu right and... yeah uh they're usually not as good but we're gonna pick some that are <laughs> fun at least yes um excuse me as always you can find us on social media search out the geek garage podcast you can find us on facebook where we normally have a poll up at least once a week and that is on the uh group page uh geek garage podcast fans and listeners you can uh support the podcast in a few different ways on social media by liking or joining the groups, of course, as well as by subscribing or following or whatever the hell they're calling it now uh, (laughs) on whatever podcast app you like to use. You can also give reviews where applicable. We ask that you commit to the bit, uh, lock it in and give us either a one or a five star. We don't do any of this fence walking bullshit. You can't be, uh, what's the saying about moving trains? You can't be neutral on a moving train. Uh, (laughs) That's a a really dramatic way. (laughs) That's a really dramatic way of saying, give us a review, you bastards. Yeah, Um, do it or else. Excuse me. 
If you would like to support the podcast in other ways, those are free, but uh, you can support the podcast in other ways by becoming a patron. Patreon donors get some cool perks like a unique and exclusive button and sticker set. Um, some behind the scenes stuff that we're going to start one day, we promise. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, some cool stuff like that. You can also search out and find David's Etsy shop, which is tangential to the podcast called Geek Garage Gear. Yep. You can tell we like alliteration here at the podcast. <laughs> we do. Uh, it's got a bunch of cool stuff that's uh, nerd and geek inspired. So a lot of tumblers. David can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Uh, it's tumblers. But, uh, that's it. Yes. It's all tum- tumblers. <laughs> He's actually selling the website Tumblr. So <laughs> yes. you can buy it. <laughs> From Yahoo. <laughs> From Yahoo because they fucked up. Anyway. Uh, yeah. David, did I miss anything? I think that covers it all. All right. Well, Ian, thank you again. I'm sorry that we had to subject you to this, but no. you chose this for yourself. Remember that no take backs. I am a masochist, yeah. so that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's, that's good to know. <laughs> <I think. laughs> this is me at my most masochistic. Yeah. Thank you. I got that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a teaser that for, for next week's episode. Yes. In fact, it is. Uh, all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, David, shut it down. Okay. Well, listeners, thank you uh, for coming in. Thank you again. Of course, thank you. You're my favorite. Aww. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, uh, as always, be kind, stinky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>